welcome back to the Dad Chronicle. I'm Alex Albisu. I am your host. This is episode 25. As always, you can go back and listen to other stories of fatherhood by visiting thedadchronicle.com and check out some of the other shows on our network by going to incastmedianetwork.com. Now, today I have a fellow geek joining me. His name is Alan. Alan, say hi to the nice folks at home. Hi. All right, there's Alan. So Alan um, is a fairly new father, just like me. Um, and, you know, I, I, I will leave it at that. I have a knack of, like, introducing your whole family at this point. I'm trying to get away from that and, like, actually let you do the honors. So, Alan, why don't you introduce us to your son? Okay. Uh, I have a six-month-old, soon-to-be seven-month-old. His name is Finn, and he is crawling now, and he's trying to climb everything. And he thinks he's more agile than he actually is. That's hilarious. Yeah. And I, I have a wife who acts the same way. <laughs> so he gets it from his mama? No, just kidding. <laughs> so there, uh, I, I love the name, first of all. Um, if you guys have been listening to my shows, you know that I have a dog named Finn. And um, Finn is a favorite character of mine from Adventure Time and from Star Wars. Um, any any inspiration on your end? Like, I mean, I, I understand that you were probably inspired by me to name your son Finn, right? I mean, I would just assume. Yes. It, well, when I found out that your dog's name was Finn, I was like, <laughs> got a name or son Finn. No, honestly, I... So this is a this is kind of a random story. Uh, my wife works with infants and toddlers up here in uh, Harford County where we live. She actually works with special needs kids. So she sees a ton of children. So picking a name for our baby was like insanely impossible. And we didn't know the gender before he was born. Oh, I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. So we had we had name for a boy and name for a girl. Um, and so it was like I had a lot of names. I'm like, what about this? No, I know a kid that with that name. What about this? Because, you know, she would associate that name with somebody that she had seen. And you know what I mean? It'd be weird. So, oh, yeah, it was so hard when she said Finch. I think she's just like we're sitting on the couch or something. She's like, what about Finn? I was like, yes, I, I didn't even hesitate. I was like, that's a great name. And it's she's like, is it because of Star Wars? I was like, no, <laughs> kind of. No, but kind of. He was a great character. I mean, I actually really, really like his character. Yeah. So I was like, well, it's not a bad thing to be named after. You don't want to be like, uh, I don't know. But. I thought it was a good name, so we stuck no, with fan- it. There was no yeah. other meaning than that. It was just kind of a name that popped out of thin air or whatever. No, that's fantastic. Now, uh, tell us about your wife. How did you guys meet? Uh, we met in College Park, uh, University of Maryland. And let's see. I'll give you the long the, the long and short of it. Uh, I could I could tell. This is going to be really cheesy. I could tell our, our, meet, our meet cute because it's actually pretty good. Oh, yeah. And, I hope nobody gets offended by this story. Um, <laughs> but if my wife's not, no one else should be. Um, <laughs> so we were in McDonald's. We had known each other for a little while. Maybe been talking for a couple months, like friends of friends kind of thing. And it was like 2 a.m. in the morning. I may not have been sober. Um, <laughs> and we're sitting there. And I, I was looking through my phone. And I was like, man, I have a lot of people with the first name S in my phone. Her name being Sarah. She said, do you want another person? And I looked at her and I was like, mm, maybe in like five minutes. And then I kept scrolling. <laughs> this is 100% true. If you talk oh to her, God. her. So then five minutes later or sometime later, I gave her my phone. I was like, hey, did you still want to give me your number? And she said, okay. So she's typing in the number. And she's typing in the number. And I'm really ashamed to admit this. But uh, I was like, make sure you give the right number. I don't want to call them and say, hey, is Sarah there? And they'll be like, uh, which one? The two hundred dollar one or the three hundred dollar one? <laughs> oh, and somehow, man. despite that story, 
she, she's still she, married. Yeah, and, and you guys have a beautiful baby boy together. Oh, that's yeah. that's fun, that's, though, man. That's true love. That, that's no, the type I'm of story. Sorry. Like, are, are you going to uh, tell Finn this story in, you know, X number of years? Or are you going to kind of... Uh, I'm going to have to edit out parts. The, <laughs> the non-sober part, you know, the drunk 2 a.m. McDonald's run probably will just be... We were sitting at a McDonald's. It was a bright day. <laughs> love it. I love yeah. it, man. That's so fun. Well, um, you know, let's let's talk about you for a little bit. I think that um, one of the things that we really, when we really hit it off, it's it's our mutual love of all things geeky and and video games, and uh, and we're both podcasters and um, and just lovers of creating content. Now, and, and we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. Now, I, I want to I want the audience to kind of understand your love of of geekery. How, how would you summarize that for the audience? intense i don't know it's very <laughs> too i almost to be honest i have too many hobbies that's that's how i would describe my geek life because i want i like almost everything i like film a lot i like music a lot i like uh video games a lot and at certain different points in my life i've thought i i was going to be in each one of those industries you know when i went to college i switched from electrical engineering to english to become a screenwriter and then I started doing video game stuff on YouTube with a friend of mine that kind of we kind of went our separate ways. But for a while, I was helping him with content as his channel was growing and he started making revenue like, I know, back when YouTube was actually (laughs) worth pursuing as a career. Right. Sorry for anybody that does YouTube. But no, it's tough. Everyone's aware of the adpocalypse. I'm not, you know, saying anything new. Um, But as far as geekdom goes. You know, it's just different things. I th- I'm trying to think of the very first like quote unquote geeky thing. Real, if you want to get real deep geek with it, um, I'm a huge fan of Ray Harryhausen. So like all the old stop motion animation films like Jason and the Argonauts, I grew up with those. Like oh, cool. the really old 50s and 60s. I didn't see Star Wars until I think I was 11. It was when the special edition, a special edition um movies came out in theater. So maybe it was 10. Right. And then okay. I like fell in love with Star Wars. And I've been in love ever since. We had a little bit of a growing apart period, obviously, after the prequels. Well, but um, yeah. it's to be expected. Yeah. And then for video games, I got hooked on um, video games because of Super Mario 64. That was my first console title. And after that, oh, cool. it was like, you know, it's weird to think of my life. I've been more into video games with more like for over half my life now. You know what I mean? It's hard to think of a time when I wasn't a gamer. But there was a time, obviously. <laughs> yeah, certainly. Now, what I want to learn a little bit more about um, with this topic of video games and and all the things that you're into, you're you've got quite a repertoire of of different things that you enjoy. How do you share that love with Finn? <laughs> well, actually, so he was just watching me play Shadow of Mortar or Shadow of War before we recorded this <laughs> oh man i'm excited to try that I for like five yet. minutes and then, then i stopped it i was like before it gets too violent i was like <laughs> this is enough for you you can see the opening cutscene, and he actually got really excited when they were showing the ring create being created spoilers for anybody that doesn't know um it's lord of the but, rings you know like there there happens to be a ring involved believe it or not um i don't know i mean he's so young that it's hard to think of like what he's interested in as far as gaming and you know it's so Believe it or not, my wife and I have a pretty strict screen time with him where we try. I'm bad at this. We try to keep him away from screens for right now because there's a lot of research on like developing minds and how like how it's kind of negative to allow kids to have like personal devices too early. Basically, that does not mean I'm not going to let him play video games. Of course, it's just more along the lines of, you know, I don't want to sit him in like a 
what do you call it? Um, like a little high chair and have them watch me play video games. Sure, but there yeah. have been times like there have been times when he'll come down and chill with me and and uh, he'll sit with me and you know suck on his pinky and I was playing Legend of Zelda for like thirty minutes. I think that's like the most I've ever had him just relax. But most of the time he's moving. He just oh, yeah. wants to move on. <laughs> now is he is he up and actually moving at this point like crawling? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's dangerous. How, how's that going? Um. Good. I mean, there haven't been any major accidents yet. We're trying to keep him from, you know, braining himself on various corners and things like that. I mean, he's just like I said, it's a baby, so he thinks he's like got it, and he's up pushing up on one arm, and then he just falls over and hits his head. So, yeah. <laughs> can can I be honest with you for a second? So you know, Arya's up and rolling around now, and like I'll put her on the ground, and then like one minute later, she's on the other side of the room just because she rolls around. Yeah, like, the it's, rolling stage is, is yeah, it's just dangerous. But when the crawling happens, that's when it's like, and yeah, oh yeah, it, get, it gets it gets real dangerous. Well, I'll tell you what's really dangerous right now: when your kid falls off a freaking couch, that yeah. scared the bejeebus out of me and um deanna was out of town um earlier like a couple days ago and and it was just me and aria and i'm like okay i'm not gonna break the kid i'm not gonna break the kid i'm not gonna break the kid okay i aria you sit on the couch for just a second dad's gotta go put this in the sink Uh, it takes me less than three seconds to walk over to the sink Mm -hmm. and i hear thump and just screaming and i'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god and you know you now you learn and she's totally fine guys at home she's fine um, okay yeah sure <laughs> she, she's fine i mean she's no, my, she's my, yeah i mean she's my daughter so she's not fine but she's fine um but yeah it was really just absolutely um heart-wrenching to to just look at her she was just laying on the floor just screaming and you know it was like a foot drop if that um and i just uh, broke my heart man it broke my heart has he has he had some of those moments too yeah, I mean, I can't. He, he hasn't rolled off anything per se, but he's like bumped his head or you know what I mean, stuff like that. Uh, bath time is sometimes dangerous. <laughs> oh man, I, I usually imagine. do bath time, so it's like, yeah, it, it's. There's been a couple. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but there's definitely been some times where I'm like, oh crap. Oh, I'll, all right. I just thought of it. Um, so I like to put him up on my shoulders. And I'm a tall guy. I'm like 6'3". So we were in the kitchen, and I was playing with him, and my wife was right next to me. I'm like, whoop! <laughs> he hit his head on this overhead lamp, and I was like, oh. <laughs> like freaked out. She, and he was fine, and she's like, Alan, you've got to be calm when you're handling the baby. <laughs> I was more worried about you than the baby. I was like, yeah, I know. Just, you feel terrible. It's that instant like panic of like, oh, crap, it just damaged my kid. <laughs> right? Yeah, no, it is. It's absolute instant panic. They're going to remember this forever. <laughs> yeah, except they won't, but that could probably also be because of the bump but who knows that's true um and I, think, I think that if i can just say this not yeah. to not to to not i think as dad sometimes it's like hard because like I, well so she stayed home with him for a couple months right and everybody there's a stigma like when when uh i think the first time i took care of him she was going to ocean city which is in maryland it's like the beach place to go kind of like myrtle's beach for maryland yeah not as nice though um and I took care of him, and everyone's like, "Oh, how's he gonna do with the baby?" You know what I mean? Like it's that 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 kind of subtle hint of like, "Are you really gonna be able to keep this thing alive for a couple of days?" Yeah, like I can do it, you know. And I did, and I think it. I think it's good for dads, new dads especially, to have that time, like when you're completely alone, because when when the mom's there, especially if if she's you know taking care of the baby and t- stayed home and did maternity leave, you 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 kind of 
you don't get the full experience of being alone with a baby and really feeling, okay, he's crying. What does he need? You know what I mean? If the mom's always there. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, uh, that's, that actually is something that I've, I've, I remember we, I forgot who the guest was that we talked about this, but, um, that, that, um, general stigma of, you know, um, what is it like? the the dad staying at home and being more of the caregiver and you know the mom going to work these these um stereotypes that we've kind of grown up with are aren't as prevalent anymore um so that's really i i i think it's really funny to hear people like and you're what you were talking about you know oh are you going to keep the thing alive yeah of course i am like it's it's not even a, a question like i i can be mr mom you know if i want to be um, in the stereotypical sense. Um, so yeah, no, that's, that's totally resonant. Like that, that resonates with my recent experience with being home with Aria. I had her for about four nights, uh, three or four nights. And, um, it was challenging, you know, definitely just being the only one here. Uh, mm-hmm. but I also think about all the days that my wife was here by herself dealing with, you know, maternity leave when I had to go back to work and yeah. I'm like, you know what? I got, I got no excuses here. I need to just handle it. And I did. And it's fine. I, w- I just want to throw a shout out. Cause you know, I had, I just went down to Texas for a work trip and I have a friend that lives down there. And if he, if my friend's listening to this, David, I'm giving you a shout out right here. I was talking to him about, you know, raising Finn and all this stuff. And he told me his story. And after his son was born, his wife had to go to the hospital for like three or four weeks, I think. She had a, an infection and she was in the hospital for a very long period of time. Oh, it was just him alone with a, like a brand, brand new baby. And I was like, dude, he's like, yeah, I slept for like two hours uh, over maybe five or six days. I was like, holy crap. So. I could not complain after talking with him. I think he gets like the dad of the year award. Yeah, his man. baby was Enzo um, was born. Uh, I want to say May, so he's now like three or four months old. So, anyways, new dads. <laughs> new dads, man. It's challenging, but it's definitely rewarding. Um, and, and speaking of dads, I want to learn a little bit about your dad. Um, we are often inspired, uh, at least I'm inspired by my dad and how I approach parenting. Um, tell me about your dad. Okay. Um, <laughs> my dad. Um, he his nickname is Flash. <laughs> and my okay. last name is Brash. So he is Flash Brash. Nice. Um, let's see. I think a lot of the a lot of my passions and hobbies, some of them. Let's say let's say a good amount come from him. My love for Star Trek and Star Wars definitely. Um, I have a deep love for the myth for mythology. Uh, he used to read the Iliad and the Odyssey to me every night, but heavily heavily edited. And I didn't realize it until like I read it in, in like high school or college and whatever. I was like, wow, these are really not appropriate for kids. But he would tailor it all to like cut out like a lot of the battle stuff and just have the, you know, the epic lore part of it. Oh, that's cool. Um, and movies, obviously. I can remember. Let's see. Well, I remember being a kid and this is something this is kind of an interesting dynamic. This is like a good story to, to give you an idea of my dad's like. So I remember being a kid, especially on a Thursday or Friday night. Um, we used to watch a movie almost every night. Like that was like our family time. You know, I would do my schoolwork. My parents would do whatever. We'd watch a movie. We wouldn't watch a whole movie. We'd watch like half or something like that. But on the week, like a Friday night, especially if I didn't have to get up the next day, 
they might put me to bed and I would fake cry to stay up and watch the rest of the movie with my parents. Nice. And like my dad would all pretty much cave almost all the time. So that's kind of a good a good way of describing my dad is he he liked to share his interests with me. And yeah, we 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 definitely have a lot of the same interests. Very cool. So did you share, you know, I something that I always kind of fantasize about is that moment when I show Arya Star Wars. And we yeah. sit down and she's watching Empire Strikes Back. And then when he says, no, I am your father. And then she like, you know, looks at me and I'm like, I know. Right. And then, you know, we have one of those moments. Um, did you have any of those kind of uh, bonding moments with some of this geek culture stuff with your dad? Oh, yeah. I mean, so I, w- I won't like try and beat around the bush. I grew up in a pretty like my parents were pretty conservative. I grew up in like private school through high school so i didn't get to watch a lot of let's say like contemporary stuff around the time that i turned like 16 17 like that's when i guess my parents decided that i was like old enough to start watching like older stuff um i'm trying to think like alien i remember being really really like whoa like that was like one of the first hard r films i had seen and just like blew my mind as far as sci-fi went um that's a good one to just jump into (laughs) yeah like it was it was that and then and then and then it was kind of like basically it was kind of like we went back and watched a lot of movies that had come out obviously older movies and then i would kind of go out and see movies and then like take my dad to see some some newer stuff but but definitely alien is probably when like one of those big watershed geek moments for me was like this stuff is cool sci-fi is cool and and aliens too obviously um, obviously taking him, taking me to see star Wars was also huge. That was even younger. That was, like I said, the special editions and, um, you know, I, I just, I, I can't even describe it. It's like a feeling, you know what I mean? It was, un. I think I really did have almost the same, not the same reaction, but the same kind of feeling that, that audiences did when they first saw it, because I had only seen a few clips on TV, like in VHS, right. And see it in the theater for the very first time. Like, I can't imagine, like seeing it on VHS just doesn't do it justice. That's what was around right. back then, right? So seeing it in theaters for the first time all the way through with a special edition, you know, th- regardless of how you feel about the special editions, for for a kid, it looks amazing, right? Oh, yeah. And I immediately was like, this is amazing. I'm addicted. I'm like, I was like, Dad, can we go to Toy Story? I got to buy some Star Wars stuff. <laughs> I got a TIE fighter, like a Micro Machine TIE fighter that day. So I think, I don't know, like I said, there's a whole myriad I can think of so many moments like that, that my dad introduced me to, you know, geek culture. I think the only thing that he, the, the two areas I would say that we don't have a lot of overlap maybe is probably video games. Cause he, I don't think, I don't know if he ever played video games. He never really talked about it. I think he probably played like maybe pong or something. Sure. Um, but I think that came about right when he was like becoming an adult and didn't uh, have time or whatever. And music, I, I like some of the classic stuff he does, but I got into metal in high school, and that's not something like we share an overlapping interest. But movies definitely, for sure, is our probably our shared geek passion. What are you going to try to have Finn experience for the first time with you that you're really excited about? I see, that's tough, you know? And, and I don't want to be the downer here, but I want to say... I'm trying to prepare myself for the idea that he won't be interested in the same things as me. Like oh. I'm really excited to share share things with him. Yeah. 
But I'm also kind of interested to see what interest he has. Like, of course I want him to love Star Wars. Who does it? Yep. But I also feel like if you – and I don't know if this is true because this is my first child. But I feel like if you're a parent and you're like, oh, you're going to love this. This is so cool. You're going to love it. And you build it up so much for your kids and you don't let them just kind of discover it naturally that you might run the risk of them just being like, meh. Yeah. And it will be just disappointing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, of course I want them to love Star Wars. You know, Finn and whoever, whatever kids we have after Finn. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I, I won't lie though for video games. I, I obviously am like, man, I can't wait to play Mario Kart or play this or that or VR, VR Mario Kart, whatever's out when oh, that he's cool. up to play. Um, but, but that's kind of a cop out answer to, to be honest. I'm trying to think, I think Lord of the Rings might be the one thing I'd, I'd like to just, that I could easily see like being excited to introduce him besides star wars obviously yeah. star wars is like gonna be the number one answer but for me lord of the rings came out right when i was in high school there really haven't been any films quite like them i don't think there will for a very long time until maybe blade runner or until the new dune as far as like fantasy epic fantasy goes right. um so i think that would be that would be fun and obviously you know like i said i'm also really excited to just see whatever interest he has or whatever he gets into as long as it's not country rap. <laughs> yeah, you know, I wanted Correct to, um, you know, you actually, you went there, man. And that's something that that I have been thinking a lot about. It's like, what if she just doesn't like all the stuff that I like? Um, but, and I think that you, to your point, it's really important to support them and whatever they enjoy as long as it's responsible. And right. I want to just enjoy whatever she enjoys and be able to uh, kind of bond with her on that. Um, and you know, our kids are very young. They're, they're not even, you know, close to 10 months. And what sort of things can you foresee Finn enjoying? Like Aria is starting to become like, really just, she's just a silly kid. Like she is constantly looking for ways to just make us laugh. And then she laughs when we laugh, like she'll literally fart and laugh because she thinks it's funny. (laughs) Like what, what sort of aspects of Finn's personality are coming out at this point? Okay. That's a good question. Um, uh, I think he's going to be an outdoor kid, a free range kid. That's what I call it. Yeah. <laughs> free range <laughs> Because kid. he is always moving and he, he really does like being outside and like, we'll take him outside. If he's fussy, we'll take him outside and he's like immediately happy because he has something to look at. We take him like a lot of places. He was out. There's a place where we live called Brooms Bloom and it's like this it's a farm. It's also a um, farm, like a sandwich shop, uh, ice, cr- uh, ice cream parlor, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's many things, but it's outdoors. It's good for babies. People always bring their kids. And he was out there like six weeks. So we've always tried to get him accustomed to being out and about. And I can just tell he's going to be a, like a very active kid. And I'm I'm just going to probably whatever he gets into, whether it's sports or just being outside and playing. I mean, as a kid, I was a uh, only child, but I was always out playing as a kid, like imagining stuff and going off on adventures and whatnot. So it's, <laughs> it's time to get into dad shape. <laughs> that's kind of something <laughs> yeah. I'm like trying to slowly work on is just get more in shape. And that's, that's the thing about being a dad. I'm sure you can attest to this is it's like, <sighs> I feel like, 
maybe this is just me probably not everybody but like if it's when it was only me taking care of myself right and i didn't have to worry so much about like having a wife i'm like ah my body doesn't need to, i'm not gonna take care of my body i don't care what i eat blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean right then you get a wife and you're like okay well i'm kind of responsible and now you're like now I have some, not something to live for but you you care a little bit more about certain things right <laughs> yeah and with him i'm like definitely health is something i think about because i'm like i don't want to be that you know, I'm 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 a little overweight. I could definitely stand to lose some weight, and I don't want to be that dad like standing on the sidelines, like like trying to run, watching him play, like <sighs> like trying to catch my breath. So I know he's gonna be an active kid, and knowing that, I want to be as active. I want to be as active as I can with him. Yeah, I guess is a good way of saying that. Yeah, There's, that's really what I think he's gonna gonna gravitate towards. I don't know about sports or anything like that, but I I know he's gonna be active no yeah. matter what it is. Yeah, that's that's awesome and I agree. I think being active, you're doing not just yourself a favor, but you're doing your kids a favor and being in shape. Um dad bod or no dad bod, there's various forms of being in shape depending on who you are. Yeah. Um and I think that it's really important to take care of yourself because ultimately the more you take care of yourself, the 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 longer you live, you know, in in a perfect situation, and therefore the the longer you get to take care of your kid and see them grow up into the the person they're supposed to become. So yeah, I'm I'm a big proponent of taking care of yourself. So I I really appreciate you saying that. Um, you know, I another aspect of your passions is writing. Now, um, <laughs> you know, I, I want to actually give you an opportunity. You, you're a very good writer. You've written f- for stuff for Geek 30, one of my other shows. And, um, you know, what? where can people read your stuff? You, you tend to feature your, your stuff on various websites, right? Yeah, I did write a, a, a I guess, a, I don't know if it's a blog or article for Geek 30. Um, I've done a lot of work with my friend's website, Finical. It's funny you should mention this because <laughs> so I'm about to probably launch my own website soon. Not a website, quote unquote, but more of like a blog, more of like a storytelling hub um, because I've actually written. Let's see. I've finished one short story that's around 10,000 words, so it's closer to almost a novella. Um and I've got two other short stories that I need to polish up. And then I plan to start releasing all of my articles and whatever you want to call it blogs I, I, I don't know blogs sometimes sounds a little mm, i don't know there's something about it that like there's a stigma with blogs you hear blog and you're like oh it's just somebody you know kind of like an online journal it's not so much that like when i tell when i have an article there's usually a storytelling piece to it but there's something i want to say it's not just like i went to the store today and you know i don't know um and that, that, that website, I don't know. I'm debating on between two names right now. I'm thinking about either the author name that I want to use, which is probably arbrash.com or Sinister Transmission just because it's a website name I've had forever and I really like the name. But um, for right now, <laughs> to give you a shorter answer, you can go to Finical. Um, if you go to the game section, I've, I mainly write articles on, for video games on that website. And I think there's probably a dozen or so articles there. Pretty much all the game articles are from me. And uh, again, I try to stick to some kind of personal storytelling combined with possibly larger stuff. Yeah, I think it's been really good, man. I've really liked what you've written. And uh, another piece that I I think you and I tend to um, have this same issue is just finding the time to to do these uh, creative efforts. How do you how do you manage that? That's a very good question. Um, 
And I can give you a detailed answer if that's okay. Yeah, do it, man. So life is all about compromise, essentially. That's the easiest way to say it. If you're if you have a lot of passions, right? Like myself, like you, right? I have done website design, I've run my own channels, I have written music and put out music. Um I've obviously I've written a couple of book drafts, I've written short stories, I've worked with a video game record label, I've created a video game record label. Um and I've done a podcast with my friend. I just like a ton of things. And it's because I'm always trying to figure out what it is I want to do, right? And I kind of combine various different hobbies. I what I would say is if you're someone like me or or you and you have a lot of different hobbies. Say you like video games and music, right? I saw an opportunity when I started Gamelark um, to combine those two passions because there's this whole community of people that really love video games, really love music, and they make their own covers and remixes. And so what I did is I started cataloging these playlists or cataloging these videos and playlists, interviewing artists and eventually creating a record label. So luckily by combining those two passions, it kind of covers both bases. Writing is something I never could figure out how to fit into that game mark formula so i have the writing kind of separate and then the podcast that i do with my friend psychotrip for devil may play which um you've you've heard and we've talked actually that's kind of how we we met was i was asking you some tips on on podcasting um it's just a it's a balance right and and i think for any new dad you got to give yourself just some time to get to get used to it like you are you're it, when when you first have your baby and you take him or her home it's like, what? You know what I mean? Like you have no oh, yeah. concept of what your day is going to be like, whether the baby's going to sleep, whether when they're going to go to sleep, you know, you've got to figure out, basically you got to prioritize, you know, real life comes first, right? The baby, the mom or the dad or whoever it may be, if you're a new mom, if you're a new mom with geek interest, it doesn't have to be a dad, but you know what I'm saying? Whoever, you've got to prioritize real life, work, hobbies come next. And it's tough because for me, you know, I have actually found that now I have less time for hobbies. I've, I'm also kind of looking for more creative fulfillment in my career. So that's leading me to look for, for new job opportunities, kind of realizing that I can't just come home and, and do what I want for three hours. So I need to find something that's more along the lines of the interest that I have. But what I, what I would say is something I've come up with that makes it easier is when you when you have a day, you go to work, you take care of the necessary stuff, you know, feeding the baby, feeding the cat. Pick one hobby thing you want to do for the day and one, well, I call it like, I don't know, personal health thing, whether it's cleaning up the house, whether it's working out, something like that, something to just kind of declutter your life. Because when you when you have a new kid, it just gets so cluttered so quickly. Like literally, we don't do dishes for two days and it looks like a bomb went off in the in the kitchen. Yeah, so we have the same problem. I hear you. Um, what I've done, though, I took a little bit. I took a break from my video game record label game lock. And I said, what do I like the most about doing that? Is it running everything? No. So I came back just recently, like two weeks ago. And I've, and I've kind of said, all right, I'm here to help. I will do certain things. I need other people to do certain things. You can't do it all right. With the podcast, I basically talked to my friend and said, Hey, <laughs> I'm going to record it. I'm going to mess with the audio. You've got to handle all the uploading. Cause I just don't have time. And with the writing, that's the cool thing about writing is I can do it at work. It's, it's a lot more portable than anything else. Um, I can do it basically whatever, whether it's outlining or, or writing, 
And it's just a matter of, I'm an impatient person. So it's a matter of like training yourself to set aside time. And then during that time to actually get work done Yeah, and not trying to do too much. That's the thing is when I know personally, I don't know if you've felt this before, if you've run into this, but when you start to get at the beginning, you're just kind of like in shell shock with a baby. When you start to feel like you have time, you're like, I'm going to do everything. And you start trying to get back into all the same things you were doing and you just run yourself like ragged. So you kind of have to realize like you may have to give up some things temporarily, permanently. You don't know, but just give yourself some time to, to figure out your life again, basically, because you've got to rebuild your life in a way yeah. around this baby. That's exactly right. Like I think about all the stuff that I had to kind of give up and, and things I had to kind of put on the back burner to prioritize um, everything in my life. There was a, there was a great episode that we did. Um, it was Justin's story. Um, and Justin is, uh, is a buddy of mine who I actually met playing World of Warcraft and he lives down in Texas and he talked about an old, um, saying that his coach, his football coach had, you can go back and listen to that episode, folks, if you go to the dad chronicle, um, dot com and, and, uh, go listen to that. Cause he basically provides an outline of how to prioritize certain things. And it was really valuable. Um, and for me, it was, you know, like I was in a band, I can't go play bar gigs and take care of my baby you know that's just not the right priority for me i know some people who can do it but that just didn't work for me personally um mm -hmm. you know like some of my video game time went went away so i couldn't take as much time to play stuff like world of warcraft like i used to lead like a raid team in there and that had to be put on the back burner a, a lot of that stuff you just have to reprioritize and figure out which um, endeavors that you really want to focus on for me, it was, you know, podcasting cause that was a bit more flexible and stuff like that. So there's definitely opportunity to still maintain your, your passions and your, your creative outlet. And I actually encourage dads to find time to do that because there's nothing better than, than I don't want to say escaping the chaos because it's, it's, it's a beautiful chaos. Let's be real. Embracing the chaos. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, but, but taking a step away, it's just like going on vacation from work, right? You're able to come back with a refreshed mindset. So it's the same sort of, sort of deal here. And so that, that, that's really great feedback. I, I love um, that bit of wisdom. You know, I like to end the show by asking dads for a bit of wisdom. I feel like you just gave us some, some great, uh, some great advice. In fact, I'm going to name this episode. Uh, how did you say it? you you said life is compromise? Or it's uh something like that. I can't even remember now. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I like I like that. Life is all about compromise. So that's what the name of this episode is going to be. You just inspired it. Um, but I mean, do you have any any final? thoughts or, or bits of wisdom that you'd like to share with dad's new um, expectant or old fathers? You know, I, I would, I think I would, and this is going to sound, it's going to be kind of, I'm going to take it in a different direction for a second. So I think it's okay, especially when, 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 uh, when I was starting to get into these hobbies again, it's okay to sometimes feel a little bit selfish about keeping your interests and not just allowing your life to become only about being a dad, right? You're not only going to be a new father. Just like when you get married, you're not only a husband. Your life doesn't just, just revolve around your partner. That's why it's good to have your separate lives, your separate interests, right? It's healthy. It allows you to thrive as an individual. 
And so I think for me, there have been times when I feel guilty about spending time doing whatever, even if he's asleep, it's like, you know, I could be doing housework, but here I am playing shadow of war. It's a great game. But anyways, you get my point. Yeah. And I think it's okay. I think it's natural for us to feel a little guilty, but at the same time, it's okay to indulge those interests as long as they aren't keeping you from, from doing the things that you need to do. That's right. because, you know, you talked about dads, right? And I, I mean, my dad is definitely a role model for me. And I know that he sacrificed a lot and just for, for me to be where I am and to have the life that I had. And so, you know, with him, I know that he sacrificed certain things. And that's why I said, like, you know, when you start to think when I start to think about these things that I have in my life, I'm like, well, you know, I could be doing this and, and getting a side job to earn more money or I'm doing this other thing. It's 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 important to realize that sometimes you come first, too. The baby will be fine. If you have a partner helping you, that's even better. But it's okay to still be your own person. That's what I'd like to say. That's awesome, man. Really great bit of wisdom there. So uh, I, I say let's end the show there. Um, you know, one other thing that I just want to – I want to give you another opportunity to just pimp your your other projects. So, okay. so where can people follow some of the work that you do? All right, let it, that's. Uh, I'll give this a quick summary. Um, the video game remix stuff that I was talking about. There's a YouTube channel called GameLark. You can find all of our music there. We have full album streams, and you can also purchase the music if you really like it. Um, Devil May Play used to be its own channel. Now it's kind of rolled into my friend's channel, Psycho Trip. So that's Psycho and then Trip, all one word, on YouTube. We're just kind of releasing the episodes or whatever there because I don't feel like dealing with uploading podcasts and stuff right now. Um, and then the writing stuff, if you want to get a sample of my work, I would say go to Finical, F-I-N-I-C-K-A-L.com, and go to the gaming articles. And I mean, my name's Alan Brash. You'll see it on most of the articles. Awesome. Well, again, it's Alan Brash. Alan, thank you very much for being on the show, dude. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And and be sure to go to uh, thedadchronicle.com if you'd like to listen to other shows. Again, all other um, shows on the network can be found at ncastmedianetwork.com. Uh, appreciate everybody listening. Take care, everybody. If you like this show, check out more great content at ncastmedianetwork.com.